Hey guys, good evening. My name is Toeshe Oyebade from the Reconciliation Ministry and I'm excited to be with you once again. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your feedback. God bless you abundantly in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord of God, happy new month. I hope that you declare that and December made sense. I hope that in your own words, you spoke life concerning this month. I hope that you're expectant. Even though it's the last month of the year, like they would say online, miracle no tired Jesus. Like literally, God is never um, weary of blessing us. He doesn't get tired of impacting our lives, making sure that every day we experience a better life than we experienced the day before you may wonder oh okay i i had good yesterday and today i'm not like today hasn't been that good well that's what you think because it could have been worse right some people are probably having it worse and they are still pushing through they are still showing up every day ensuring that they do not lose their joy now it is um, our responsibility to keep our joy. God has made joy available for every believer. It is our birthright. We have it. However, if we do not take charge, if we do not um, see a reason why we have to make it a responsibility, that this joy that I have, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to safeguard it. I'm going to be jealous about it. Because everywhere you go, there might be a reason to feel downcast, right? There might be a reason to feel like, what have I even achieved this year? What special thing has happened this year? Maybe you even cried from January till now. And it looks like there is nothing to be excited about. Love of God, like I told somebody over the weekend, you are here. The fact that you are here, you cried, good. You were downcast, anything you must have gone through this year good news is you are here and when i mean you're here i am saying that the fact that you are here is proof that it can only get better but for god for the month of november we treated blessed to be a blessing and it was mind-blowing i don't know what your experience was but i felt like i was going through school basically like god was trying to teach me something and i got i got a lot of things i got blessed by that episode and no by those episodes rather and i am hopeful that you also got blessed that you got at least something to take you through the coming years amen so for the month of december by the help of the holy spirit we'll be doing something different right the plan is to examine some bible characters and learn from them however being december you know the month that rounds up the year and all the um, glamour and anxiety <laughs> that comes with december i feel like it is only right for us to go through reflections again remember that every december we do reflections however this month is going to be different because we are not just reflecting i'll be teaching us how we can do something they call goal setting now I remember when I was younger, right, they would tell us, what do you want for the new year? In fact, specifically, I used to, um, I attended a church, rather, with a family friend, my cousin, and I attended a mom's church, and um, 
in their church every December 31st, the pastor would mandate them to bring to church a small piece of paper where they've written the things that they want to do for the new year. So it has become a custom for, for them that even if the pastor doesn't remind them, somebody in the church will remember that, ah, this is this December 31 crossing over service, so we have to write the things that we want to do in the new year. So that year when I um, did crossover with the family, I also picked a piece of paper and I wrote down the things that I wanted. Now, one thing that that experience did to me was to realize that it was okay to not only speak the things I want, but to also write them down. And I know that for people that see my status, I write a lot about um, the things I want and the things I desire, right? And I encourage people too over the years to also do the same. Whatever you desire, take it a step further from speaking about it, from wishing it happened to putting it down. So by the help of the Holy Spirit, this month we'll be examining, we'll be reflecting, you know. I personally believe that meditation and reflection is God's gift to humanity, you know. The ability to take a step back to say, I want to think about what I'm doing now. I want to think about what I have done. And I want to think about what I want to do. Because if we do not, if we do not think about where we are coming from, examine where we are, and then plan towards where we are going, we are basically running our lives on autopilot. And guess what? When you run anything on an autopilot system, it is possible that it will crash. Because your life should not be run on autopilot. There should be some sort of um, planning structure in place for your life's trajectory to go on. So when we live as it comes, you know, there are some people that they are, um, their life's theme is YOLO, as in Y-O-L-O, you only live once. So they live in the moment. There's money today, let's spend it. There's no money today, let's go to bed right they don't have any thought about what is going to happen tomorrow and they would usually hide under the bible verse that says oh be anxious for nothing with prayer and supplication make your request known to god you know they will say things like that and you would almost want to believe them that oh okay it makes sense they don't want to be anxious so they are just living in the moment however the instruction was to be anxious for nothing the bible did not say do not plan the Bible did not say, do not go, do, do not set your goals. The Bible did not say, do not dream. The Bible did not say, do not take a leap of faith. Because when you set your goals, that is your first step of taking your leap of faith. Believing that as you have desired, as you have done it, so would it be. So when you reflect and you meditate, it is possible that you start feeling downcast like, hmm, the goals I set in 2021, I could only do two. I did not even do any. That is why when you reflect and meditate, you are in, in meditation, you are in communion with God, right? You are not actively praying, but your spirit is in sync. So you are examining where the root cause of the problem was. 
It might not be that your prayer wasn't answered. It could be that God opened the door, but you did not even know that the door was opened. Do you know that there's a way you can close some doors, right? If the door is not bad, it can be closed without being shut. So many times, many of us think that closed doors are locked doors. Now, closed doors might only need a leap of faith for you to open it, right? For you to, you know that a door might be shut. Oh, I I said before that closed doors are not shut. I meant closed doors are not locked doors. I, I didn't mean shut, rather. Do you know that 10 people might be in front of a door thinking that it has been locked and they will just keep waiting, examining the um, closed door, thinking who shut the door, who did this, how do we access the other end of the room, what do we do? And then somebody, the 11th person, probably coming late, (laughs) others might have been there for hours. This person might be coming three hours after they had been there examining the closed door. And he might come and then open the door. And the door would open to him because it was only shut. It wasn't locked. Hasn't it happened to you before that, you know, you'll be at an ATM machine trying to get money. And there will be one that nobody said it was bad, but nobody was um, queuing there. Has it happened before that? You didn't ask if it was bad. You just saw that, ah, everybody's on line A. Let me just stay on line A, JJ. And then you will just, everybody will just be struggling to get to the ATM in line A. And then somebody new will just come. And then the person would have the belief that, let me try this. And the person will try it and it will actually work. And then everybody on line A will not start saying, oh, we got FS. Guess what? If the person on line B had somebody after them that trusted that what they were going to do was going to work, that person is going to collect money before anybody on line A would get the money, regardless of when they got there. It's another thing if somebody said it is not working, right, and people didn't go there. But many times you will realize that on a queue for ATM most especially, people don't even ask questions. They would just rather stay where it is safe. We like safe spaces. And I've always said it. Comfortable um, spots. Nothing grows in the place of comfortability. Nothing grows there. There is no excitement. There is no thrill of a new experience in comfortable zones. So, beloved of God, it is the desire of God that every day of your life, you experience a new dimension. So if you desire to work in God's plan, if you desire to align with God's desire for your life, then you will know that you cannot be stuck in a place. You you might have been a master of that thing, but there is always more for you to experience. You can always dream again. People at the top still have dreams. You know that, 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 that everybody has, I want to believe, right, that everybody has um, that position where they feel like, ah, if I just get here like this, ah, I am done. Like, this is like the peak. This is like where I want to get to. But guess what? That is a, that is a trap. The top is a trap. Because except you are not ambitious 
And I doubt if you will be at the top without ambition. You must have gotten there because you desired and you put the work into it. But the top, quote and unquote, is a trap. Because when you get to that, the top, there is a next level. There is a next step. There will be somebody somewhere telling you, why don't you go for this? Now that you're here, why don't you experience this? Why don't you put in for this? And then you see yourself dreaming again, desiring again, trying to put in the work again. Do you understand? So, Lord of God, this month I want us to take, you know, some steps back and just spend time thinking about 2023. And one of the things that I would want to start with is I want to encourage us to have a theme for the year. Have a theme for 2023. Have a theme for every year. Now, I know that churches, the Reconciliation Ministry Inclusive, we always release themes for the year, right? 2017 was like a sit down in Lebanon for us, for us at the Reconciliation Ministry. 2018 was intentional 2018. 2019 was limitless. 2020 was strategic alignment. 2021 was unusual. This year has been lighted. So we always have a theme from God for the year. And so I know that many people just, you know, take the theme and run with it. So also our churches, right? It was even surprising this year that I saw literally like seven established churches, not even ministries, not even, you know, small, small ministries like the Reconciliation Ministry established churches when i started seeing themes of churches this year i'm like was like god called all of us <laughs> into a room and he said oh yeah all of you take light for your theme it was so exciting to see i could i could count i think i counted like six from different churches themes for the year now it won't always be similar like that it won't always be like that whatever it is it might not be anything that anybody has used before it might be irregular it might be unplanned whatever it is that god is pressing on your heart for the year outside what your church would give outside what um ministries like the reconciliation ministry would give i know many people that also have other ministries that they also you know plug into I want us to take time with God to say, God, what are you speaking to me for the year? What am I running with? What Bible verse am I running with? Now, it might not make sense to you when the word comes, like something like unusual. You might be wondering, ah, unusual, okay. But hold on to the word. And then, by this time next year, what happens? You can take the word that God gave you and you can do a complete overall of your life thinking about how you started and where you are. And if you obey, trust me, what God has said concerning the year would definitely come into manifestation because he does not fail. God does not fail. His word does not fail. One thing, the only sure thing in this world, in fact, what I'm saying now, don't believe me. But what God has said, we 
we are better off believing it. We are better off believing it. Even if you don't want to believe yourself, don't believe yourself. Who are you at the end of the day? Who am I? Who are we? But what God has said concerning our lives, concerning the year that we are entering into, I want you to hold it with all seriousness. And, you know, the, the interesting part is when you get the word for yourself, it builds conviction in you because you know that I got this word. So when your life isn't going the way it should go, you can go back to the person that gave you the word. If my mommy tells me, Toy, there is food in the freezer, and I go to the freezer and there's no food, I can, you know, call my mommy and say, Mommy, there is no food in the freezer. She won't say, We'll give you that instruction. Who told you there was food in the freezer? Because she knows that I relied on what she said. She's going to make food available for me. So God knowing that you relied on what he said, knowing that you obeyed him concerning what your year is going to look like, he is going to ensure that you have the best experience of that word that he has given you. So now that's our first task for December. I may not have the opportunity to ask us one by one, what is your theme for the year? But I want to believe that this has spoken to you. Now, another thing I want us to do before we go into goal setting proper, we are talking about reflections now, is to reflect and meditate with a thanksgiving mindset. Now, the best way to be in the mood of thanksgiving is to make a mental note a mental note rather of every little thing that God has done. The, in fact, I will encourage you to write it down. When I wanted to drink Gary, I saw granuts in the cabinet. Maybe every other person has been looking for granuts in the cabinet. They didn't, they didn't see that granite. And you got there and you met that granite there. It was staring right at you. And everybody's asking, Ah, how did you see this garage? Maybe we've been looking for it. No, that is God providing for you. Many times we we um, make little of miracles. We expect miracles to be the blind seeing, the lame, the, the lame walking, the deaf, you know, hearing. That is what we think miracles are. Yes, they are miracles. But miracle can be you seeing an extra, imagine if you needed 450. Sorry, imagine if you needed 500 Naira rather. And you have only 450 Naira on you. And there is no way the seller is going to release that thing to you. Except you make it 500 Naira. And the same bag that you had ransacked all day. And you got 450. Your spirit man tells you to check again. And you now checked the bag again. You now met you know, so another 15 naira, and you think that was not a miracle because the denomination is small. Or that phone call that you received that reminded you of something you were supposed to do, somebody you were supposed to call, that appointment that you did not miss, that meeting you went for, that training that you had, that encounter that you had, that friend you met this year. That has totally blessed your life. They might not have given you money, but maybe they gave you a referral. Maybe they prayed for you. Maybe their status updates, you know, lifted your mood and 
one point in your time. Imagine if you didn't meet that person whose post online pushed you to be better. Now, these are miracles too. So it's not until it's not until it's not until water comes out of a mountain that will say, oh no, this is a miracle. Like I said, the fact that you're here is proof that it can only get better. So when you want to thank God for the month of December, I'm encouraging us, let December be a month of if if it is possible for you not to ask God to say, oh, yeah, God, do this. Rather, say, God, thank you for doing this. By the time you spend time thanking God, your mood will be lifted. And when your mood is lifted, adrenaline will pump into your, into your bloodstream and you will have more hope, knowing that, ah, if God did this, if God provided 15 naira at that point in time, if God gave me, imagine if you are coming up, if you are coming from a very stressful meeting, you know, sunbeaten and all that, and you're like, ah, God, I need cold water. But you don't remember that, ah, there was no light before you, before you left the house. Like, there had been, there hadn't been lights for three days. So you're like, ah, can you pay there was light at home now? Be, somebody would have taken cold water. You were just, you know, thinking about And then you get home and realize that there was no, there was still no light. However, when you open the fridge, the fridge is cold, showing you that light had been restored earlier, though it has gone now. But because the light was restored earlier, there's now cold pure water for you in the fridge. And you take that pure water and it blesses it to look like, you know, somebody gave you a hug. Now that is a blessing. Or that point in time where you felt really down and you could not tell anybody about it. But you came out of it regardless. Now, that is a miracle. So, I want us to wear our dancing shoes for the month of December. You don't need to have people over. If you have tambourine, if you have shekere, if it is your hands you have, like myself, your legs, your dancing shoes, I want you to enter the mood of Thanksgiving. Throughout the month of December, even as you are desiring that God does this, and that for you in the coming year. I want you to really thank him. Because like I heard from one of the um, people that I learned from, it is the people that worship God. It is the people that thank God for December that will reap the harvest coming in 2023. Your will say, It means that if you, it is the person that um, thanks you for what was done yesterday, that would benefit from what you are about to do today even though people will tell you oh don't mention mention it right if somebody does something for you and they tell you don't mention don't mind them mention it right thank god thank god worship him acknowledge him for everything he has done the big the medium the small the seemingly insignificant the big things, the significant things, the mighty things that he has done, that you are here listening to me, being blessed, being a blessing for other people too, is God's gift to us. And lastly, what we'll be talking about today is I want you to um, thank people too. 
people that have blessed your lives. I say your lives, your life, because I'm talking like I'm speaking to one person. People that have blessed your life spiritually, physically, you know, in terms of money, in terms of material, food stuff, emotional, anything that anybody has done for you. I want you to recognize what they've done and thank them for it. They might not even know that they are doing something good for you. But I want you to identify the people, the key people in your life. Your parents, your children, as the case may be, your siblings, your pastors, their wives, your ministers, your boss at work, your staff, your colleagues, your siblings, the people around you, your neighbors, right? If you have an unruly neighbor, you will feel the heat. You get, you will feel the heat. If you have a diabolical neighbor, you will feel the heat. So if you are enjoying peace and, you know, um, calmness in your environment is because you have a neighbor that is very thoughtful. So, you know, thank people. Thank them for being in your life. Thank them for for blessing you. Just, you know, recognize what people have done and be strategic in your thanksgiving. I pray for you that as you thank God this month, as you worship God this month, that far beyond what you can ask or imagine, God will do much more for you in Jesus' name. Pray for God. As the um, as the weeks come by next week by the grace of God we'll start we'll conclude on the part A which is reflection and then we'll launch right into goal setting and then I will teach us how to set our goals properly believing God that he who has said it is able to do it Love of God I call you blessed bye